It's not good. My man, Cisco, it's so good to have you here in front of me, man. Welcome to the Justin Aguirre Podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, uh, you know, we were talking briefly before the show, just getting to know your story a little bit. You know, we have a mutual friend that put us into connection via Instagram. And that's where I started checking your content out. And from the get-go, I was like, this guy, for some reason, I know he has a story. I know he's got something to say. So we connected. We started talking. Just so everyone kind of knows our background. And then I said, I'm going to bring him on the show. I'm going to have him share his story. Um, So I'm so honored to have you here, brother. Um, You're at work right now. You know, for for our video listeners, you're at work right now. You're on your grind. Where do you work? Where are you located? How's your day going, brother? Actually, uh, I'm in San Diego. I'm in La Jolla, actually. I'm an iron worker. I went to a local teacher now. So I've been an iron worker for a long time. But I actually asked my foreman, hey, man, I got to go take this call real quick. He's like, go ahead, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's the struggle, bro. That's the grind, man. And and I just want to get right to it because you're a rare person to interview. You're a rare person that a common listener doesn't talk to. And I want to shoot right shoot straight to it that two years ago, brother, you were locked yeah. up, man. Life was I different. Was in federal prison. Uh, you were in a straight up federal yeah. prison, bro. A completely different life. Uh, and so I want to go right there with you, bro. And like, let's not even let's not even bounce around okay. that. How did this happen? At what point in your life did you start going down the road that would lead you yeah. to that? And yeah, just just go ahead and freaking you got the mic, bro. Just and, and I'll and I'll interject when I need to. Well, Twenty years ago, I got I caught my first term in two thousand five. I got charged with attempted murder, assault uh, with a deadly weapon, and failing the witness. So I did seven years on that, but I caught an in house. I caught so I did a little extra time. So I did almost about eight years of some change. You know, then I got out and I went back to prison. They got me with a mini tank style vest. I lost the trial though. So I took it all the way to the box and I went back to prison for 32 months. You know, then I got out and uh, I got in a like, car accident, right? Where I was trapped in a car. So I got ran 10 times, you know, so I was trapped. A week later, I slashed my hand, cut all my ligaments, and I went back to prison. So all messed up and everything, I went back to prison. That's where I met West, uh, a shafter. I was fucking with West for a little bit. Then I came back home. Yeah. And then I got in trouble in the border, so I went to federal prison. And that's the time I realized when I sat and said, man, I got to do something in my life. So I've been in and out for the past 20 years. This is, the, this is the longest yeah. I've been out. In December of this coming year, it'll be two years I've been out straight with no trouble. And wow, I, man. I decided, wow. That's incredible. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. I want to point out before you keep yeah. going, um, you know, I've I've heard this before. I'm not as, as familiar with it, but the idea of being in prison, coming out, and going back in, and that recurring theme of in and out, in and out, I know that's not just for a few people that seems to be uh that seems to be what happens to to a a good amount of of prisoners that they go they go in and out why do you think that is the case and 
what happens because it's to my understanding as a normal like person that's never been in there like once you go when you get out it's like you're not gonna go back bro like it's over so what do you think changes are lessons not learned are are people waiting for you on the outside like how does it go down bro that you have to keep going in and out in and out a lot of it's your background where you come from what you're doing with your life sometimes sometimes we don't have guidance we don't got that push you know just like you get released but then it's up to you at the same time some of us are addicts you know i was an addict for a long time so you're locked up and you're like i don't have it but then you're free so you want to run around and just do whatever you want so but it's not even like that so you go back to the old footsteps you used to have forgetting about what you learned in prison saying okay i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that but all that goes out the window once you hit the pavement you know once you once you hit that yeah. pavement, you just want to run. But once you get once that, you hit that pavement, once you hit the concrete, when you get released, you're like, okay, yeah. You forget about everything you just said, and you just kind of go. And I, I think that's a big yeah. problem. What does it feel huh? like, bro? For people, for people listening, what does that feel like when you, when you've been locked up and it's been like you know 36 months or however long it is, and when you walk out of that gate, I've always wondered that. I've only seen it like. In film, like, what does it feel like, bro? Like, For break it down. Years, it's nerve-wracking because, you know, you have, especially if you have loved ones, you got kids, it's nerve-wracking. Like, okay, how am I going to get a job? How am I going to be stable? How am I going to provide money? You got all these people that depend on you because you were dependent on them while you were in there. And you, you, you mm. make all these promises, and most of the time you break them. You, oh, I'm not going to yeah. do this tomorrow. I'm not going to do that. And you do it. And that's what discipline comes in now. You know, it's like you got to find something inside of you to motivate you to actually do better. You got to choose yeah. yourself wisely, especially if you're on parole, because for anything, affiliation, you drive without a license, anything, anything, any contact can get you back in. And that's why we always kind of go back in. But it's not their fault. It's our fault, too, because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. So we get out, get a license. Do what we're supposed to do, like join a program. There's so many resources as well that we can put our part too, but sometimes we just choose not to do it. But I think that's the that's the dilemma. Yeah. Right there. You know, we have to find some type of yeah. source to help us some something. I know there's something I like now, fitness. That's my out that's my that's my yep. that's my go to right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it uh you know, you use this word discipline and it's a very it's a very powerful word that pertains not just to people in prison or out of prison, but it's more of a human, a human habit, like a human uh, yeah. virtue, if you will, that that forms us that and, and, and it almost seems like anyone that I've spoken to that has been yeah. in jail, uh, that word for some reason comes out yes. of their mouth. Uh and so can you tell me why that's the case? Like, why is discipline so important in jail? Because it almost seems like in order to get yeah. in there, there was a lack of it. Hey, oh, that, right? So what happens? What happens? Prison, yeah. Discipline is the most important thing you can have. Because there's so many things behind it. Let's say you go to a yard, you just kind of lounge around and you don't do nothing. There's so many soldiers in there. It's like everybody's doing something. So you got to find that. You got to get disciplined, waking up, going to church, going to yard, working out, reading a book, 
everything becomes a routine. Everything becomes a routine. Mm. So if you don't, if you're not there learning, mm. what are you doing? You're just dead weight. You're dead yes. weight if you're not doing nothing with yourself, nothing to your people, you know? Ah. You're like a ball of ah. chain. If you get, get ah. thrown in the water, you're just going to sink because you got nothing. You got nothing to offer yeah. your people. Whatever you're doing, you got nothing to offer nobody. You're not showing nothing, no character, no morals. Because discipline is the first mm. thing you want to have, you want to learn. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. Whatever you do after that, what's going to come? You have to do something with yourself, right? You got to educate yeah, yourself. That makes sense, bro. So, so if I'm understanding you correctly, like you're in there, you can either wait till you get out or you establish discipline yes. and a routine that you keep that gives you value, that gives you meaning, that gives you purpose exactly. in your day, right? But then you get out and something happens. You everything you just taught yourself. <laughs> Why? How does that you even know happen? What? I asked myself that for 20 years. For 20 years, I'm like, okay. Like, people that I, that I love and love me, you're so disciplined when you're in there. Why would you get a minute you get home you figure everything you just learned? Yeah. You know, it's like a little, yeah. like a little kid when he gets, gets to go to the candy shop. What does he do? He gets everything until he gets full, right? That's what we do. Yeah. We learned all this. We come home and we just get full of whatever's out there. And I think that's the biggest problem we yeah. have, you know? Yeah. We feel like we deserve it. Well, in, <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, in prison, there's like, uh, you're actually, you have less exactly. temptation, exactly. right? And, but there's more horror. There's more tragedy. There's more sadness, right? But there's less temptation, temptation right? Head. So you, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you get out, it's like you have all this candy around you. And so, how do you maintain the discipline from a place of seclusion into a place filled with temptation and candied colors all around you? And that seems like it's the big goal of, of people that come out. And that's why they go back in. The prison, there's repercussions, right? Your actions. Everything, somebody's watching. So most of us are real careful what we do, how we maneuver, because you know somebody's watching. You don't have to, you don't have to go ask, yep. you don't have to do nothing. You just got to make sure you stay alive. Once you get released, then you don't got to report to nobody but yourself besides your PO. But then you gotta remember, yeah. you do have somebody you gotta report to. The man upstairs, all the promises you make to the people you love, and most importantly, you. Everything you say you're gonna do, you have to conquer that. Because why would you do it in there for people yeah. that you don't know? Right? Right? That's that's the yeah. weird part. Yeah. You say you, you set yourself for all these exactly. goals for individuals you've never known in your life, but you wanna look good in front of them. But for your loved ones, you kinda just let everything go like because they owe it to you. The you owe it to them, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. So tell me, like, why Why this time was it different? Because how many times were did you go back having got out? Was it, I think I counted, like, I three? Like three times plus all violations I did in between, you know? Yeah, so why, what, what made this time, this last uh, time, what happened, what struck in you, honestly, like, what changed? I have a 21-year-old daughter, right? A relationship was not okay. good because I was dealing with that. Then I got a five-year-old daughter. 
okay, so this last wow. time, not this time, but the last time I FaceTime with her, because I never met her because she was 18 months old. So then my, okay. my girl, my wife now was like, if you're going to keep going back, it's best you set apart your life and do what you have to do and then and don't come back to us. So you got to show me yeah. that you want to be a dad, you want to be a better man. And it's a struggle. Yeah. She told you that. She told me over the phone. She was like, look, I'm going to let you FaceTime with her whenever you can. I'm going to let you talk to her. But if you come home and you come back and do the same things you used to do, right in your life. The 21-year-old no, told my, you straight the, up. The mother of my child, not my five-year-old. Oh, the no. mother, the mother of like, your child to... told you that. With, yeah, with, with like, your daughter. You doing what you did to your yeah. first one, because that's you know it's it's a it's a rocky relationship. The little one needs you now. Yep. But then I met the, the yeah. program in with Big Bully, the program, the fitness program I do. Like it's just. Yeah. You choose, like the God, love, the circle. And now I met all these people that I worked out. And I'm just like, man, people actually tell me I'm motivated for what I do by working out and just how I, I talk to them about how we should change, how I like one another, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like. Yeah. So well, you, you, you just, you just, when you came out this one time, you knew she had that call yeah. with you before you got out. You knew. All right, like this, this is yeah. this is gonna be different. And tell me what you did different, like practically speaking. Like, what did your day look like, and what what was the hardest thing to avoid or the temptation that? Because I, I feel like I don't yeah. know enough about it, but I feel like you have to when you get out, you're immediately presented with something, and you can go for it or you can keep walking forward, and you have to avoid it. And then you hit yeah. another temptation and you got to get through that one. And another one, you got to get through that one. Yeah. And you build this momentum and then you yeah. have these habits over here that are working for you. If you can yeah. just push the train for like yeah. a few months, like you're, you're going to break that barrier, you know? So that's that's what I understand. But tell me like what were the temptations and what were your habits that got you to break through First, that barrier? I went back to work. I'm iron work, you know? Doing rebar is not easy. Rebar is hard work, you know. Yeah. So I wake up. I wake up. I wake up. Yeah. Morning, yeah. Yeah. To work. I got a little gap between. I come home, mm -hmm. shower. I go to the gym. So I started going to the gym. I I joined the drug program like when I first got out, just to see how it was. I started going to AA meetings. So I stayed busy for like the first five months, but something wasn't there, you know. Like something wasn't budget. So then I joined the fitness programs, and I was like, eh, still not there, you know. Then, then when I joined, like, yeah. and he started talking, talking to me about, like, the fitness and about life. Through IG, I, actually, I, he I was like, man, you're motivated. And I was like, what? Me, uh, there's nothing really special about me. The big bully, Who was big bully, it? Who was it? Who was it? Big Bully program. Okay. Yeah, I got to meet yeah. him. So he, he's on Instagram, and he has a program. Yeah. You connected with him. And then he's yes, to you in a different way. Him. All right. Man, this man, buddy. And he told me I was motivated. I was like, man, what's so motivating about me? I just will post little workout videos of going to the gym and like little quotes. And then yeah. I was like, okay, there's something here. So then I changed my aspect of what I'm doing with my life, like with my girl, with my coworkers, with my circle. So when I run yep. into like people I used yeah. to know, I kind of just keep my conversation short now. Like, you're not doing nothing for me, so there's mm. nothing to me to talk about. 
So I want to yeah. get in yeah. touch with people that are doing better and they're going to make me better as a mom, as a father, as a brother, as an athlete, you know, because working out is being athletic, right? So anything I can learn from you, yeah. I'm going to take because it may, it's like a mold. I start grabbing things from everybody to yeah. make me better. I'm never going to be yeah. perfect, but yeah. I'm going to hold something that somebody else can see and be like, man, I want to be like that man. I want to talk like that man. I want to look like that man. I'm not going to be yep. that man, but I'm going to be myself. Yep. You know? But yeah. we all can take, yeah. we can all take from, something, from somebody that's going to make us better inside and outside. Regardless of the way he shakes his hand, the way mm-hmm. he sits, the way he opens the door for somebody, just the mannerisms you, you learn, you know? Yeah, so that's, that's, yeah. Busy, that's like, powerful. Seeing people on IG, I'm like, man, that guy did that push up like that. I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna do it too, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. So now, even like hearing you more, this it almost seems like, uh, like a lot of your yeah. ability to keep going and a lot of your reason to keep pushing was because yeah, of a digital experience it was, it was, dog, it was. you know and it's crazy because like i see people that i know from like uh i was in prison with like a lot of like the exchange partners a couple of them i know from prison you know yeah and i'll be like oh man he did mm-hmm. uh, something there he did something changed in his life that he got where he's at now you have to respect that you know, so when you see people that came from the yeah. same background, you did it kind of motivates you, like, man, that man did it right now. You know, if, if yeah. I can be part of that circle, not exactly what they're doing, but another circle in my own little way, why not? If I can connect with you and make a friendship, you never know where it might end up. It might become something, the best thing that ever happened to both of us. Then, then it'll be yeah, for everybody. You know, we can all learn from each other. We can create new ideas. We can create new things. It's so big. The pot is so big. There's enough for everybody to eat, you know? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good mentality, bro. That's a good mentality. That's an abundant mentality. And uh, it, it, I, I want to say that a lot of people locked up don't think that way. Um, it, that, that's not the viewpoint. It's like there's barely enough no, and no, you got to get yours. And not just people that are locked up like i'm talking like people that are out here too it's a very yeah 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 exactly exactly because there's all these you can't can't be trying to eat everything at once you know you gotta make sure you stable yourself and you make food for everybody else and once everybody else is full then you can yeah because you did what you had to do you're here to show you're here to teach you're here to die as men we can't take for ourselves we gotta, if we love something, we love somebody, yeah. and we love what we do, we gotta share it with the world. Mm, mm. I wanna ask you this, Cisco. What, you know, what is something, what is a lesson or a mantra or a, a word or uh, a way of thinking that you feel like you learned from all the time that you did in prison, in and out? Like, because a lot of people, yeah. like, we don't normally want to go there, but the people that go there, if they can extract anything good, oh, yes. it's going to be worth something. Because that's not a place where you normally, like, think, like, I'm going to bring good out of. But people do, like you. So what 
is something like that you brought from there that you think you'll keep for the rest of your life, man? Structure. Mm. If if you don't know structure, you're going to learn it one way or another. And you're not going to disrespect structure. Mm. Because they come and bite you, you know? They'll eat you alive. Mm. Once you disrespect that prosperous life, you're not coming back. Right? Like, stop. You have a stoplight. I'm going to give you a perfect example. You have a stoplight. It has red, yellow, green. How many times do people run red light? Every day, right? When it's green, we go. But how many times, there's going to be that one time when you run that red light, what's going to happen? You're gonna, you're gonna get hit. No, you might it. kill somebody. Yeah. You might kill yourself. Why? Because you didn't follow yeah. the guidelines. There's boundaries, right? And that's the structure. The stop yeah. sign, the, the red light. It's a structure. You have to respect that. Because the minute you yeah. respect that, you might hurt yourself or you might hurt somebody else. You're not coming back from that. Yeah, bro. Powerful. But you feel like structure was something yes. that prison 100%. gave you and 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 when you say structure tell me about what the structure was in prison i learned one thing i have to work yeah out. i have to i have to uh educate myself i learned how to write i learned how to draw i, I picked up new little skills of working out with mandatory for myself Mannerism. Yeah. Does everyone have to work out? Is that kind of like that's, the that's, thing? Like, how does that? Because you know, you see movies and people are like working out and shit. How do, How does it go choose, down? Do you choose? Like, like what, what happens? Do. You know, for myself, mannerism. You have to be real respectful. You know, you're not. You're not gonna walk in front of body and just not mind or when you're talking to somebody, you're not gonna turn your back. You're always gonna shake a man's hand with respect. Somebody's done eating, you're gonna wait till they're done eating. Mannerisms to the team. You're not gonna be disrespectful because you're gonna mind somebody, right? On the streets, people don't have no mannerisms. Yeah. You can yeah. eat these in Buenos Dias, but when I started this, in prison, hey, good, yeah. good afternoon, you have a good night, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Wow, bro. You know, it's, oh, excuse me, oh, are you done? You're not going to reach over a man's table and just grab something. Hell no. Mannerisms. So when, like, when, when do like, because I assume that people are yeah. separated, right? By race, uh, yeah. you have your, your people, right? So when you talk about mannerisms and everything and, and respect, it's within yes. a certain group of people. It's with everybody. Is that, is that accurate? Okay. So, what would cause fights, riots, or like just beef to happen? Because we know that there's yes. violence within prison too. Like, what would cause disrespect. something like that? Disrespect from the smallest thing can lead to something big. That's what I'm saying. You have to be strong. You gotta mind somebody. You know, you're not gonna walk in front of another man knowing that it can lead to something. You're not gonna cut a man in line just because it can lead to that. Because it's so that little thing. Or saying calling somebody out of the name, it can lead into something that it can lead into a riot, it can lead to so many things. 
violence would always be a last resort, but it's always the first. Yeah. Right? If you run, mm. you're a coward. If you stay, you become yeah. your enemy. Right? So if there's a thin line. Wow. There's a thin line right there. Facts, bro. Yeah. It's almost like when I think about what you're describing and from what I know that it it almost mirrors like life it, maybe it a thousand years ago. You know? Yeah, because you, you strip us of technology, you strip us of social class systems and wealth, and then you strip us of like the vices and temptations and the colors and everything around us. And now we're back, you know, to a thousand years ago. And what were the virtues that made a man at that time and that would allowed us to stay sane and progress? It would have to be uh, respect yes. and honor and discipline and uh, structure. Uh, these would have been the things that would have given us meaning and purpose. Uh, and what I'm gathering from you is that is that a lot of those things are, are still needed even today yes. in the free you world. Man in a thousand years ago, your strength, right? The way you led, you didn't become a general yep. in the world because you just became a general. Somebody hired you is because you won that position, right? To become a general or anything, to yeah. be somebody, you gotta have brains. You can't just be on muscle. My favorite quote that I lived by yeah. was effort and courage and not enough without purpose and direction. Effort Say that one more time, brother. Are not enough without purpose and direction. Effort and courage and are not enough without, without purpose and direction. I, I, I put that quote That's in really my good, bro. And anywhere I got tested, I always put it back up. I used to look at that every day. Every day, I would look at that quote. Wow. Wow. Man. Um, when you think about, yeah. like, being mm -hmm. out now, uh, what, what would you say, like, what would you say gives you the most joy right now in your life bro and yeah. and i want to i want to ask you that but before i ask you that i want to know what would have given you the most joy Honestly, in prison when prison would give me the most joy now? yeah fulfillment yeah the most joy. okay i want to know both sides in prison the most joy I ever got was on Sundays, my first term, when I used to see my, my 21 year old. My mom used to bring her to, to the prison. Uh -huh. and, and she used to have these, she's Japanese and Mexican, my first daughter. So you know how Asians are kind of yellow? So my, and I'm, you're so in Oaxaca. Yeah. Well, my parents are in Oaxaca, you know? So my parents are little. And my little girl's light skinned over there. Yeah. Like, she does like she has these almond eyes, so she was little. So, so yeah, my mom would carry her. Yeah, and her red little cheeks would just kind of sink up and she'd be asleep. And I'll see her even for that little instant. That's what gave me the biggest joy in prison. You know, <laughs> you know there'll be times Damn, I, see her, that's like, I never had a girl visit me in prison all those years. You know, I never had a girl 
I never had a, a wow like somebody to like kind of say like that because the only thing that mattered to me was being trying to be a father to my daughter, but I couldn't. The only thing I could do is like see her once in a while, you know. But I'll yeah. the biggest joy when I used to see my little girl when her cheeks yeah. would go up. It'd be funny because she'd be asleep sometimes, and she's like, "Do you see guys with tattoos in their faces?" She's like, "Oh, that guy has a tattoo in his face," and I'll be like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, and I tell the whole like, oh, that's my baby, you know, whatever. I mean, the faces all blasted here, just like, you know, I miss it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, okay, like, <laughs> so, yeah, that's like, yeah, that was like, that was my that's biggest so thing, good, man. Like, anything else inside of that, I can handle. But that right there yeah. was like, leaving, leaving, that's what, like, that's what hurt the most, wow. you know? yeah so so it was it was yeah. that moment that came every like, sunday like, and yeah. and it, it lasted and like an hour hours, like we used to get a it depends what time they showed up you know so like i'll get i'll get a letter my mom like i'll be there yeah this sunday the next and i'll be like okay so i'll be ready you know and like you, you're eyeing you're eyeing you're eyeing your clothes yeah dude you you be ready just like waiting like it was kind of yeah. like it would be Thursday and you'd be like yeah, all right seventy two more hours you know time, I was going to visit my parents were already out there and the riot breaks out I never made it to visit <laughs> you know I was like yeah so you gotta you gotta those little moments wow. you gotta cherish you know because you never know what could happen wow um, yeah dude yeah it must have been. It must have been so like fulfilling uh, when you would see her, and I want to say it would even give you the strength oh, man. to get through Mando, the next week, was, man. God knows that that's the only thing that kept me strong, you know. That little girl, that little girl, that made that's what made that's what made me, you know, because I knew yeah. I had to come home to her. So every decision, every day, yeah. every day, I gotta make this decision. Yeah, so I can be here at one point. You know, I know I was years behind, but I knew at one point I'm gonna make it there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you, uh, what would you say now in your life? Like the whole thing, uh, the past two years, what gives you the most joy? What brings you the most my daughter moment? School, right? Or picked up my first one. So this little one, when I get out for it, I don't drive or go pick her up from, uh, from preschool or the daycare she's at. And we go get McDonald's, the little kids meal. And she just says, Pop, Papi, toy, toy. And all she wants is for me yeah. to play. And she's in the back seat. I'm driving. And I'm like, okay. And she just, hurry, hurry, hurry. Here's your toy. And she opens the thing and she has a little toy, dog. That right there. Then her mom goes, did you get another toy? I got toys everywhere, dog. <laughs> she goes, fuck the price. <laughs> what the fuck is like, okay, here's that. <laughs> and I mean, it's funny because uh. we have a drive throughs and she tells the other cars, hurry, hurry, and she's kicking and going, I can't get in my toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, that's so, I love how, how both, both responses deal with, yeah. with someone else. Yeah. Uh, they deal with, with family. They deal yeah. with uh, in, innocence, you know, just protecting yeah. innocence, protecting purity naive naivety like 
Just yes. love, essentially, is yes. what it is. I love how you say that phrase. Love for another. For the innocence. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you why real quick. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand yeah. that as parents, yeah. we make the choice to rob our kids from their innocence. Right? Mm. I've robbed my first mm. daughter from so many things because the way I used to behave, the things I used to say, the things she saw, you know? Yeah. Being, fighting in front of her. Doing all this yeah. now, yeah. my choice to give that back to my other daughter. We don't want to rob kids from innocence, right? Because they're pure. Yeah. So we give them yeah. the example. We yeah. mold them to think the way they think or to what they see. But it's up to us as parents. Yeah. That's good, bro. That's so good. Yeah. I love that you said that, bro. Um. I'll, I'll ask you this now. What what would you say brought you the most pain in prison? The loneliness. Your head. Mm. The loneliness. You know, yeah, there's dude. so much sorrow. I used to call it the yeah. basement of sorrow, man. Because everybody fights like you're so huh. strong, but inside, you know you're hurting. It takes a real man to admit that, man, you know you're missing mis- yeah. There's some of us, some of them that are never coming home, and they put this face. I think they're strong men. The ones that are doing life, they smile. They're not miserable. You know, you're thinking about you're never coming home. You're sitting in a box for the rest of your life, and you're smiling. Yeah. And you're, you're smiling. Gonna you're being You're going to die there. Crazy. You're giving us hope. You're telling us to do better. You know, that's powerful right there, dog. That's wow. powerful. Wow. You know? That is massive. They're, they're some of the, the strongest. Oh, man. The ones that are locked up for life and have come to peace with it, and have come to peace with it, they're your, they are your church Those elders are in saints, there. Dog. And I already know They're that, bro. Esos son santos, you know? And I'll tell you this. Yeah. Man. Those men, was, they can sit there and yeah. you can tell them about you. Yeah. Imagine telling a man that's never coming home, that's never going to be with a woman. I can't wait to go do this. I can't wait to go do that. You know? And they could take it either disrespectful or they yeah. can take it like, yeah. oh, man, like, he's listening to me. So anytime I spoke to somebody like that, I never really tried to talk about, like, what I'm going to do. I always try to say, what am I going to do better? Not what I want to do. What I need to do as a man. Right? And those are the, those are the guys that give you advice. Yeah. Hey, man, you yeah. should do this. There's these programs. You should educate yourself on this. You should do this for your people. Start this business. It's all about the people, you know? The next generation needs not to be like us. Those men are powerful, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 I, I. So loneliness was something that would, would cause a lot of pain. And, and, and I'm assuming that would come to you in the middle of the night. In the morning, yeah, like, or just all the time. I guess there's a football game. I, I never forget this day. I'm sitting on my bunk. I'm sitting on my bunk, and I roll over, and I went. I guess I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I thought I was in my living room at my house, at my mom's house. <laughs> you know, you know. Like because I was watching the game, I just fell asleep. Wow. You know, with my feet up, and I just kind of rolled over, and I thought I woke up, and I thought I was in the living room, and I was like, man, I'm in prison still. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck, man. A couple more years. 
Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the moment, in the moment, it, it wasn't yeah, funny. Yeah. You were like, "Damn, that shit hurt, dog." <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that, that's something, man. What what about now? Like now that you're you've been out, I know it hasn't been perfect, and you're, no. you know, two years is is really not a long time, man. When you think about, yeah. you'll be alive for maybe another fifty. <laughs> What what brings you the most Honestly, pain now, man, in your life? Gives you the most pain is not knowing what's going to happen, what I'm going to do, because I'm always so cautious of how I move because I'm still on federal parole, you know? Like, the other day, the other day I got pulled over by the yeah where yeah. I'm from. He's on my car, he's in front of me, and he sees me, and he knows it's me, right? So he waits for me, and then he pulls behind my little girl with my puppy in the car because we're going to the beach. And... Oh man, my heart sank. I was like, man, this motherfucker yeah. pulled me over, you know, like I'm not doing nothing, you know. Then he goes, yeah. I ran the plates and I knew it was you, right? Exactly. And I was like, okay. I said, what's up, man? And he's like, I just wanted to make sure it was you. And I was like, yeah, it's me. And he's like, I heard you're doing good. I was like, I am. Wow. So from what I thought it was the worst thing, it's probably the best thing that happened to me. But it, that little moment, it was the pain. It was a pain, like. Man, I'm wow. gonna parole. I'm about to call my PO. What if she takes me in? You know, like all these fears comes coming in. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, bro, your heart <laughs> probably dropped, dog. Little girl in the car. I'm like, damn, <laughs> this motherfucker. You know, but then I'm like, okay, I'm not doing nothing wrong. But it's yeah, wrong. thinking you're doing something wrong. But this, yeah, this, this, this. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you like, you're like damn, don't don't myself. What did I do? Like, 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 like yeah. I don't have in the car. You know. It's that it's the old way of thinking. Like, okay, yeah, I, know, I have a, I can yeah. have a knife. But I work with exactly. I, I work to cut cables. You know, I'm like thinking, what do I have in my car that can get me a bus right now? And then yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not doing shit. It's okay. Yeah. And he and he was like, he was like, hey man, exactly. I'm glad he's doing exactly. you're sober. You know, like it was it was a great conversation after that. Yeah. That's uh, so that's so dope, man. I uh, I want to point out something that I noticed was how the things that brought you the most joy in prison and out of it have to do with putting high emphasis yeah. on someone that's not you. And both things that bring you the most pain in prison, out of prison have to do yes. with torture that yeah. we cause on our own mind. And have to do with self. And I think this is true for me too, bro. The things that cause me the most pain in my life have to do with the the fucking shit that I put in my own head. Like I'm not good. I'm not going to make it. I don't have it. I'm ugly. I'm fucking all that shit. And the things that bring me the most joy in life have to do with someone else and the love that I have for them. And that's a a crazy realization. Um, And I think it's true for everyone. The things that bring us the most joy deal with someone else and sacrificing for them. And the things that cause us the most pain are selfish, inner feelings of victimization and not measuring up and not being good enough. I'm like, okay, we play the victim part all fucking day, dog. Like, we're like, yeah, I did this. And then you're like, oh man, this happened to me. Like, fuck, I'm playing the victim. I did that shit to myself. 
I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it. Exactly. I'm guilty as a man, I think. Yeah. Today, you know? Exactly. Once we learn, we prosper, right? And they're like, okay. Yeah. It's maybe if I did it this way, maybe I'm not gonna fall as a victim no more because I, you, you have that free will to make that choice, right? Yeah. So either you, either you can go right or you can go left. Yeah. Yeah. And it's up to, it's up to you, right? Exactly. That's huge, bro. That's huge. That's huge, dog. Damn. So tell me, tell me what you're up to, like right now. What do you Man, like? Dog. What does Cisco want to see happen? Like, dog, honestly, honestly dog, take like, a right, pen and like, dog, right tell here. me. I was telling my wife this. I was like, "Man, I'm gonna do a podcast with, with you. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to act. How should I talk? It was just yeah. me, you." I'm like, "Man, you think you want me to be like, hey, what's up, dog? What's cracking? Like, yeah. yo, like." Yeah. That's what I thought. And she's like, no, tampoco, you know? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, mija, ya, colamos el español, como estamos allá en la sierra, you know, like, le pongo un corrido, y like, she goes, babe, you know, I love corridos, you know, but then she's like, no, just be you, man. Talk to him about you, what you're doing, and everything, yeah. you know? But like, what if he gets offended, you know? I'm over here thinking, because I've never been in this position, yeah. you know? So it's like, I, I want to exactly. be a factor, yeah. you know? I want to be an enlightenment. I want to be somebody I can talk. You can come talk to me, and I can give you advice on what not to do, what to do, and maybe I can share that with you. And you can change your life and make something of yourself. I don't have all the answers, but from where I come from, I can guide you not yep. to be back where you used to be. Yeah. Right. I know That's the it. steps. That's now. it. You said. I know what to do. You said it. Yeah. I don't have to go back. I know what circle to pick. I know what people not to pick, right? Yeah. I know how to mow the lawn. I know how to mow the lawn now. I know yeah. how to pull the weeds. Yeah, doc. You know, I know how to water my grass. Mm. Right? It's like, mm. like I want to learn go. more about like, nutrition so I can actually do something with this. Because the working out part, that's the easy part. Right? It's the food, the input. Yeah. How, how to teach people how to yep. do that so they can look the way they want to look. And then teach them how to, not teach them, but make them think better of themselves. Exactly. To have that confidence, to walk like a lion, right? We all want to walk like lions, right? You don't have to be the biggest. Yeah. You don't have to be the baddest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like for like, like for they told, Big Bully told me, for every Godzilla, there's a King Kong, right? Right? Yeah. So it's like That's you good. gotta learn how to be confident, even the way you speak. The minute you learn how to speak, everything else just falls into place. But it starts with your mind. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Facts, bro. I fucking I love it, dog. I love what you're up to, bro. I respect it. I respect it, bro, because I know. I just imagine you, bro, like at your lowest, like where you came from. And then I see you here and I see like, imagine where you're going, bro. And then I see what brings you joy. I see what brings you pain. And I'm like, I think you're getting oh, to no. a place now I'm where not, you're I'm not going to go I'm back, a, dog. I'm a, you're really not. Bro, like, trust me, no. not, not the weed. Like I, I, I fucked around with drugs, you know? Yeah. So there's, there's no excuses. There's no excuses, dog. If you want yep. it, you're going to yep. get it. You know? Everything is possible. Yeah. 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 Facts, dog. Facts. I love you. 
I love what you're doing. I have massive respect yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, I got we'll you. have to do another episode, yeah, bro, a part you. two or something. Take it even further. Sure, for sure. Tell me uh, where can our listeners like yeah. uh, see I'll more see of you? I'm assuming Instagram. via Instagram would be the best route, right? C.M. Luciano. See me, Luciano. Yeah. C.M. Luciano. All right, bro. I'll type it up. I'll type it up. And, um, bro, I want to thank you for your time. And for everyone listening that was inspired by this, go show some love to my boy Cisco. And, and brother, thank you for your time and for your wisdom. And thank you for making a difference in the world and, and coming out That's of from where you That's came that. from. And now you're here, bro. Now you're here. Okay. Una pregunta. Yeah, bro. Dale.